0: this is the irish rally podcast brought to you in association with tech and tools your dedicated tools provider focusing on diagnostic test equipment and specialized tools visit techandtools.ie for more information and svs productions Now on the Australia podcast we turn our attention to a side of the sport that we've mentioned occasionally but not in any great detail and what a time to do it I suppose and what a person to do it with. Um, this person is known up and down the country and has been involved in rallying circles for some time so it won't be any great surprise uh, to hear her name and to see her face and that of course is Caroline McGuinness. How are you doing Caroline? Hello Kevin, how
1: are you doing?
0: You're very welcome on the Irish Rally Podcast. Caroline, in your own words, for people who don't know who you are, and they are, I suppose, few and far between, because most people do, will you tell me who you are, what you do, why you do it, and how long you've been doing it for? Uh,
1: Well, for those few that don't know me, um, Caroline McGinnis, a.k.a. Rally Mommy. Um, Most (laughs) people know me more that name than my real name. Um, I'm a marshal, I'm a stage commander, a chief marshal, I do radio, I do timekeeping, I run the Marshal's Info NA information page on Facebook, and um, I'm involved in working with motorsports somewhere between 15-20 years.
0: Right, it's a fair lifetime to be to be involved. Um, obviously, it's a labour of love. Um, I guess am I right?
1: Yeah, it. Uh, you have to love it to do the amount that I do, you know. And um, different people have says to me, "Why do you do it?" And I just say it's a love of the sport.
0: Mm. And look, without the likes of yourself, it sounds very patronising to say this, Caroline. I don't mean it in that way whatsoever. But genuinely, without the likes of yourself, it simply doesn't happen. And everyone, I think, with a brain in their head will identify that. Although, occasionally, we we tend to forget and we tend to slip up when it comes to basic manners and basic respect. Um, I'm not talking for everyone. It's probably a minority. But I suppose the timeliness of this is, is quite important because... In recent times, I mean, with social media now, we see a lot of clips coming up almost instantaneously. And more often than not, without knowing the full landscape of the story or without knowing the full extent of the incident involved, people are very quick to point a finger at Marshalls. And my question to you is, how does that sit with you? Um, Yeah, it's
1: a lot of times, I have to stop myself getting involved in when I see comments like that because um, it really angers me that um, the person that's standing out there from, as we call it in the game, silly o'clock in the morning, and um, some random thing is seen on a video, and I always say a video doesn't show the full story and uh, marshals get a hard deal without people knowing the full story of that location or whatever or like they don't know have the spectators been a real hassle before that or you know like um i've always said there that pictures videos never tell the full story and i always say to people unless they're in that situation on that junction don't run down the marshals unless you know the full story
0: yeah plain and simple so yeah, i think the the big standout will be in Galloway where marnie cars went into that field yes and i have to go off on a slight tangent here it frustrates me whenever I see something like this going to um, online news media outlets who mm. wouldn't dare for a second speak about who's winning the rally. What they'll speak about, oh, absolutely. They'll always incident. talk
1: about what the bad thing in the rally. Never, yeah, yeah. You never get so, the publicity for the good things in the
0: rally. Yeah, and then there was another separate thing which uh, I won't name any other publications yeah. because uh, <laughs> a lot of time I don't think they deserve it. I need to be straight with you, <laughs> but a wall was hit. I mean. It happens every rally, not that it's any easier on the person who hates yeah. it or the, or the person who owns the wall. But, uh I mean, it is it is part of it, but to paint it, oh, such a shocking, wow, dangerous sort of a thing. It just, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think it does the sport any favours when it comes to maybe likes of insurance or anything like that. When, you know, yeah. it's...
1: They're not true rally people that, uh, you know, put... um. uh, something like that up because they don't understand like yeah rally cars will hit walls kind of Mm -hmm. thing and I know um I actually um didn't comment on uh the all the clips that was up in Galway there um about where the people were standing in that field and that because I seen it from another perspective and I wasn't going to get into an argument Uh, about anybody with it Um, we've seen the video of the field people didn't see what's the viewing like behind where that was filmed Mm. was there a place for all of them people to stand was the case of them spectators refused to listen to the marshals and just go into the field anyway to me it looked like where the tape was up in the field that was an add-on to try to keep the spectators back when they were in the field. It was trying to make the best of a bad situation. That's my own personal opinion about them videos that were put up about that field and the Martians were torn into
0: mm. You know, it.
1: I, I don't know the Martians personally that was there, but um, they might have been just making the best of a bad situation.
0: Yeah, and the other thing I would say, unless you always know the full facts, yeah. really you shouldn't be making comments because absolutely it's adding fuel to a fire. And I mean, I can only imagine, and again, I don't know the ins and outs of exactly, either, but I can only imagine whoever was marshalling on that, they're not going to have been the most pleased about some of the stuff that was said, um, mm-hmm. irrespective. You know, and this is the whole y'all of it. And the other thing I would say, Caroline, having done a little bit myself, not near as much as what you have, I yeah, would say in my yeah. lifetime, even if I tried, I wouldn't be able to do what you've done in a lifetime. But from the bit I have, some people think like the tape is like body gear. Oh, it's not. yeah,
1: it's that miracle you know, tape there. The cows just bounce off the tape, they're not exactly coming in, right. kind of thing. Yeah, exactly
0: yeah. right, Caroline. And yeah. I mean, a lot of the time it baffles me. How, uh, you know what I'm saying? Common sense is not is not so common, right? But how people yeah. think, irrespective of whether it's on a safety plan or not in a safety plan, is okay to stand there. Use your head. Is there a reasonable possibility here that something may or may not happen? If there is, if there's enough of doubt in your head, just don't and go there. Yeah. That's my talk on it. Um, I know. The, I know there
1: was. um Oh, this is going back like 15 years ago. Sorry. <coughs> But I was at an event, anyway. I was marshaling. It was a, it was a downhill into a square left, Um obviously going away from the junction. So it was only a fifty meter runoff. And um, granted, it was a very small fifty meter runoff that the uh, um, I was only learning the marshaling at the time. But uh, uh, that the club in question had set up, and there was a man came along and. He had a weigh in a pushchair, was holding another one by the hand, and his wife, partner, had two more wings in each hand. And they were standing right at the back of the tape and kept pushing up and pushing up. I says, uh, you know, would you, especially when you've a load of I says, do you mind going up into the field? You're up on the height, the kids have a football there, and they can... Kick the ball around and he's, oh we're ground here, we're safe here. And um, I said, I just says to him there, um, I says, if a car has a puncture and comes whaling in here, I says, what do you do? And he says, that's a stupid question, a run. And I says, right, which of your kids will you take with you? Because you're not going to be able to grab them all.
0: Mm.
1: And it did, it did hit home with them, and he's right i understand what you're saying now like, where do you want me to go and we put him up in the field the kids had a ball the two of them got to watch all the cars while the kids kicked a ball about and you know he thanked me afterwards and said like you made me think about where i'm standing mm-hmm. and it was uh one of the trainers from motorsport uk that used to come over to us he used to always say if you're having problems with spectators get them to think about things ask them a question about where they're standing, so they have to think about is it safe where you're standing mm. you
0: yeah you've hit a very important point there and that's called reasonable communication um yeah, yeah. and people skills and just talking to people in The right manner because yeah there's i've seen confrontational situations as well
1: (laughs) i've seen it myself you know like i um there's a certain amount of events during the year i go and just spectate yeah and it's you know it brings the fun back into motorsport because i do do so much and you do see different you know confrontations and things that aren't handled the right way by officials by marshals by spectators and it's all it's always a learning curve there are things you can keep in your mind when you're you know if i'm doing a marshal's briefing or that say well here's not what not to do kind of thing
0: mm-hmm. yeah and from your point of view down through the years caroline um obviously Probably, without going into maybe where it was or who it was or anything like that, mm. what would have been the most dangerous thing you've come across, and how did you handle that? Uh,
1: no. I appreciate the
0: most... I just there's been quite a few so yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah uh the
1: most dangerous thing i the one thing that is my pet hate is spectators that have alcohol on them, yeah, and then um, jumping in and out to the road and um they think they're invincible,
0: mm-hmm. you know, and
1: I think a uh, a lot of marshals would agree with me they hate to see people coming to a rally that have alcohol on them, yeah. And um, there was this one guy in particular at this event, and um, he he was more like, oh, I'll be ground, I'm running over the road to my friends. And I says, it was a sudden event, because 30 second intervals. And I says, "Um, you know, you're not going to hear a car come. And I was saying to him that this is a right bit into the stage. There could be a car spun, and another car right behind him you will not know. And, um, you know, he still wouldn't listen. And I always try to make a joke of things. And I just says to him, I says, well, lad, I says, I've one particular tool with me, I haven't got with me today, that I will need with the way you're carrying on. And he says, oh, what's that? What's that? And I says, an avish shovel," Cause I says, if you're about hit by a car, That's the way you're going to be cleaned up off the road. And he just stopped and looked at me and like, yes, I made it as a joke, but it hit home with him there that, right, that's what's going to happen if I don't listen to her, you know? Um, Yeah, there's that. uh, There was another time at another event where... um, a competitor went off and um, he was shouting at the spectators to come and help him. He would have been in what I call the kill zone. You know it's not a nice way to put it but that's where yeah. he would have been and um, it would have been about four or five hundred meters straight into the junction so the cars would have been coming full tilt and I shouted at the um, spectators to get away from the car, for him to get away from the car. That is too dangerous, them trying to get the car out Again, it was 30-second intervals. And um, eventually, I said to the spectators, if you don't move away, I will report them competitors because they're putting your lives in danger and their own lives in danger. And once the competitors heard that, is it right? Come on ahead back there, we'll all stay back and we'll. And then the competitors ask, can we move the car then once the whole car is on fire? says, absolutely. you yeah, know, so I tell, spect- oh, tell marshals that if you are having a lot of hassle with spectators, with a car being off, just speak to the competitors. You're putting yourself in danger, you're putting the spectators in danger, and that normally helps.
0: Caroline, does the prospect of taking on a big slash busy location excite you, make you nervous, or is there any enjoyment to be got out of that? And I'll give you a reason why before you answer it. Um, I've kind of put on record a few times that I'll no longer take on a busy location if I am going Martian because of a similar enough experience that I would have had four or five years ago. And again, alcohol was involved too. Volume is one thing. And when you have volume obviously, and I'm not just talking about alcohol volume, that doesn't help either. But when you have volume on a location, um obviously the demands of you and the team around you increase significantly. Yeah. But I I feel from now on, if I'm on a location where there's virtually little to no spectators,
1: you're happy there. Um,
0: yeah, because I'm mm-hmm. cutting out that hassle. So that's the bones of my question do you, do you have similar sentiments? I
1: uh, myself personally I think because I'm a people person and I'm not I would chat to the devil himself I would have no problem in doing a big spectator junction and um, I know it was over at GB marshall and we were doing the shakedown in Uh, 2019, and I know some of the crew that I was with, some of them don't like big spectator areas and like the quieter part. Mm -hmm. And I know where I was, um, there must have been a few thousand spectators, not hundreds of thousands. It was a massive crowd and I was in my element. I was cracking the jokes with everybody but when one of the other marshals walked over to see if I was okay and seeing the crowd they went pale and not say who it is because he'll know Mm -hmm. himself when he sees this but like that would have been their worst nightmare dealing with a crowd like that but i've no problem but like you know anytime when i'm when i'm running the stage that's why i try to put marshals where they are happy my team i know whose people People and who's quieter and who doesn't like a load of spectators and, you know, that's part of a stage, I I feel part of a stage commander's job is putting marshals where it's appropriate to their skills instead of just firing marshals into junctions and say, here, you do that one, you know, Mm. in a way.
0: I think Caroline Dionis will be on the marshal themselves to make that clear to the commander yeah. too. I suppose because, yeah, I mean you're not a mind reader, uh, nor yeah. is any any commander or anyone in that kind of capacity. So, again, it comes back to communication, of course. So,
1: absolutely, um, you know, normally if somebody, if for example, if you came to me and said, "I'm going to marshal, uh, I'm going to come out and marshal with you on the Ulster, for example, or whatever." I've never seen you, Marshall, and I don't know your skills. So I would actually ask you, what do you prefer? Do you prefer um, to be um, at a quiet junction, at a busy junction? You know, I would check that out beforehand, uh, as to what you would prefer yourself there, you know, and try to sorry, try to make everybody happy. So.
0: That's kind of why I got the nickname "Rally Mummy." Yeah. So with that, actually, and that segues us nicely. Um, every like, nearly every week. Not, I mean, at a minimum, every every couple of weeks, on average, you're trying to gather the troops and and yeah. get a team of people. And I I can only imagine, the headaches involved in that. And some people would say, why? And I know I've asked already yeah, why yeah. in relation to everything else. And you say because I enjoy it and, and all that. But do you ever question it, Caroline?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Many times I um, why in the name of God do I do this? Like if somebody's, you know, ringing me there at silly o'clock at night when I'm trying to get a bit of sleep, uh, for maybe an event the next day and they're asking me you know, what time do we need to be there in the morning and um, you know times like that I think why do I do this kind of thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know but you know, I still go and do it, I still go and do it and like with the amount of stuff I do, my tablet is my lifesaver because I have different spreadsheets on my tablet of each event. Like, for example, I've this weekend. I'm Chief marshal. I'm deputy on the stage next weekend in the spring rally. And I have to have different lists for each event because I wouldn't know who was going where if I just wrote it all down on paper.
0: Mm-hmm. Can I actually just... Uh, go off on a tangent slightly and ask you about those two events so you're talking about the first round of the yeah, yeah. ni championship as uh, as we record here in Kirk this yes. weekend and then obviously yeah. the event in Omaha are running the week after yeah so how how are those shaping up because um i've not actually delved in and spoken to to many people uh on that just yet um just kind of briefly
1: to well they're shaping up well. There, um, sorry about the dog in the background. Oh, you're right. They're shaping up well. There, um, where... I
0: can see the text message coming in asking, "Was that Anthony Nestor?" But anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, Sounds like or not? <laughs> uh, Anthony, his bait might be worse his bark now. It's the opposite of the dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anthony, will kill me for that one. But um, no, um. It's normally at the start of the year, when it comes to the marshalling end of it, it's it's good because everybody's mad to get out again and, um, you know, there'll be some new cars and people want to see the new cars and, you know, that kind of thing um, where I've got my full quota marshals for Kirkuson, thank God, which is great. and. Um, you know, five mile town, it's shaping up as well. Uh, you know, to be we should be well manned when it comes to the marshals, so it's good. But as the, as the year goes on, people get tired and it's harder to get the marshals. And obviously, some marshals will marshal with one person but not marshal with the other person yeah. or the other club, or yeah. Again, there has to be a lot of respect between like a chief marshal or a stage commander and the team that you have around you. Because if you don't have that respect, you don't get them back.
0: Mm. And Caroline, the other thing that we've kind of just in a roundabout way touched on there, another factor when you named out those couple of reasons for X, Y and Z, is no different to the competitors. It's money, Mm. plain and simple. Like you take a couple of months into the year the shillings are starting to uh, drop down a little bit, uh, you know the mm-hmm. the pennies, whatever you want to call them, and like at the end of the day, people can't really sustain it, and that's another thing I think is very interesting about you and uh, are interesting about you, and and Derry Cummins, like guys down here, he covers so many events and largely out of your own pocket, and I know some clubs without naming go. them, some clubs without naming them are maybe a lot better than others for looking after. Marshals and I don't want to create a divide. That's the last thing I'm here to do. Yeah, but yeah. That that obviously <clears throat> comes at a cost to them, but it does help with regards to lining it, up personnel then to it run does the event.
1: Help, yeah, it does help. Um, I know myself, there. Um, you know, sometimes I said, uh, "Yeah, no, I wonder I know there was one year I did count up uh, what it cost just. Just as a uh, ju- to just marshal isn't the right way to put it, but back then when it was just a marshal and had the official roles and it went into thousands,
0: mm. well, you know, it.
1: and that was with the fuel, uh, for going to events, um,
0: you know, grub,
1: uh, feeding me, even though, like, um, yeah, you, you might get lunch packs or that, but I always bring extra. Just in case, you know, because um, um, I would have had my son with me at a lot of events there and, you know, some of the stuff he wouldn't have liked. So you would have been bringing lunch with you anyway, you know. So, um, yeah, it's it's an expensive hobby.
0: Sure, it is. Sure. It's is. an
1: expensive hobby and it does take up a lot of time. <laughs> For me personally, because of the amount I do, it does yeah. take up a lot of my time.
0: So, I suppose now that, like, you have the floor here, Caroline, right? And it's great to have this conversation with you. What are the things, if any, if there's multiple, just name them off, that you would like to get off your chest? Um, As someone who's been involved in the sport for a hell of a long time and has done a hell of a lot of roles, you've mentioned the stage commander, chief marshal, you know, standing on the junction, uh, timekeeping, all of that. From your point of view now, what message would you like to get out there? And it doesn't matter who it's for or who it's aimed at, or doesn't have to be I mean, anyone at all.
1: Nobody will be named. Nobody will be named. But um, no, uh, my main gripes, if you'd want to call it that, is um, none of us are getting any younger, and there's not enough young ones coming into the sport. So. You know, clubs, stage commanders, everybody needs to encourage more young ones into the sport. I know in the south, you have the problem with, um, because of insurance, I actually asked Aiden this, Aiden uh, Harper, because of insurance, you can't have the junior marshals. But me personally, I feel it's a. Uh, it's a pool of people that um, in the south you are losing big time because by the time they are the age when they can marshal in the south uh, they've got their other hobbies and they're not interested in motorsport and um, i think that needs to be needs to be some way of getting young ones in here in the north uh from your 11 you can be a, a cadet marshal obviously you can't do everything that the the adult marshal does but um, it gets them involved in the sport and um, at the minute with my marshal's info page I'm doing interviews with some of the young ones to try to encourage more young ones into the sport you know and then um, my major gripe is respect and even though um, there'll be different seminars and that and it be spoken about There is still a lack of respect for the people on the ground. So there is. And even the last Marshall seminar I was at uh, there, when Motorsport Ireland were doing them for the whole Marshalls and that there before Christmas and that, I did actually raise this point. And, um, you know, the ones that were taking it were like, god that's hard to believe and you know they've done a show of hands and it was a full room and i'd say about 90 percent of people agreed with me and i think um if there's seminars you know if there's the people taking doing seminars for officials and that are watching this podcast uh, if they make it clear to people there uh, that even if they put a thumb up At the marshals as they're driving by they don't have to stop they don't have to speak to them there because i know the pressures of being in a senior official at an event but if they even put the thumb up beat the horn at people going you know that respect bit is it's not in a lot of events
0: been very very interesting conversation and we're not quite we're not quite done yet Yeah, Um, (laughs) i have at least one more question here anyway that I'd like to ask. Mm-hmm. Given the fact that there's essentially two different governing bodies, and maybe I'm not giving them the correct titles, but you know what I mean. But more sport yes. Ireland and more sport UK. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to ask you which one is better, but can it become frustrating sometimes when you're essentially, you know, uh, adhering to two different governing bodies who may have two different yes. sets of regulations. And and if so, is there any Easy fix to consolidate in that, like how 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 does it be consolidated, or how does it become easier for someone in your line of work?
1: Yeah, it's um yeah, that's another one of my gripes there about. um
0: Like you mentioned, the junior marshals already like that's yeah that's one clear thing. But that's aside one from that, thing
1: there, you know, then with the downside of the north is that like in the south you've got fire extinguishers at every junction. And you've got the yellow flag at every junction, and you don't have that in the north. And there's been so many different occasions that... Sorry, have can I just
0: go across here for a sec? I didn't realise that. You don't have a yellow flag at every junction?
1: No, and we don't have fire extinguishers.
0: Can I ask why? Off the top of your head, would you know?
1: Um, I have asked, and um, different people have said cost, or Motorsport UK don't warrant it necessary. Whereas I believe it is necessary there. It's something that there should be. I know there is some events in the north are starting to put the money into it and just getting fire extinguishers on uh, each junction themselves outside Motorsport UK. But it's one of the things that I don't like about Northern events. There should be fire extinguishers at every junction. And there should also be a yellow flag at every junction because um, an event I was at there um, a few years ago, uh, it was a gravel event and um, it just happened to be a junction where a lot of cars were going off. There wasn't a radio car there. The way it normally is in the north is that the radio cars have a red flag. And um, if they warrant something is very dangerous, a stage has to be stopped, uh, somebody in the radio car gets out, puts the red flag up, but there's no actual yellow flags in the north. But this particular event, um, it was getting very dangerous where I was marshalling. And there was going to be more cars going in where there was already cars. There was actually one car sitting roof to roof with another car. So the only thing that I could think of, and yes, I was breaking the rules, I was hauled over the Colesford, but I had a yellow flag laying in the boot of the car, and I waved the yellow flag at the competing cars coming up to that junction. And, um, you know, I I, I was given out for doing that because you don't use the yellow flags here. Uh, but the competitors, uh, the amount of competitors that messaged me that night to say thank you so much for using that yellow flag. We knew something was wrong when you were using a yellow flag at an event that there isn't a yellow flags, and they were saying you saved our car or saved us getting hurt. Yeah no, I think there should be yellow flag, I think um, you know, Motorsport UK doesn't use the yellow flags. But I think there should be that wee bit of concession here in Northern Ireland, because Southern marshals come to the North, Northern marshals come to the South, and there should be that wee bit of a merger because of the geography of Ireland and Northern Ireland. And they should do that wee bit of a merger to help with the safety of events.
0: Carly, I just find it baffling really and I appreciate it. a lot of people are obviously aware of that fact already but I genuinely mm. wasn't and all I can say is wow, I mean ah. uh, you can't put a price on safety. Yeah, oh absolutely so, absolutely, safety is always
1: my main thing, whether it's competitors. You know, the, fi- competitors.
0: The, fi- the fire extinguishers like, are such uh, an important thing and I, mm-hmm. I find it hard to accept a cost issue with, well obviously that but in particular, a cost issue with flags, because at the end of the day, this lot, the love of bamboo, I, oh, you. I mean, yeah. come on, like, yes. that's that's just something I find very, very interesting. That, but, that yeah.
1: event where I was hauled over the coals because I used the yellow flag, I had said it to the Motorsport UK uh, delegate that had come through, and he says, oh, was there a yellow flag used at this junction? I says, yes, there was. He says, oh, well, we don't use yellow flags here. You have to take off your tabard and wave it. And I turn to him and I says, well, in my view, if you take off your tabard, you are no longer a marshal." And he had no answer for me.
0: Yeah. And Caroline, uh, without naming events in the not too distant past, um I've come across a situation down south where Marshall has had to do that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, again, I'm not going to name anything, yeah. but yeah, it's like there's certain things that need to be tightened up on. Another, like, there is certain things, things they,
1: and, and they can't be overlooked. Be like there needs to be like changes there. Whereas I say, in an ideal world, mo- uh, northern events should be allowed the crossover between north and south with the fire extinguishers and the flags. Because Mm. at the end of the day, as you say, safety is
0: paramount. Absolutely. I suppose, Caroline, to to kind of balance up the thing for someone who might be tuned in, who's not really familiar that much with rallying on the off chance, Mm. to put it out there... The overall safety protocols that are in place for rallying, in particular, from a competitor's point of view, from a spectator safety point of view, are excellent, aren't they? Like we're yes. talking oh, about absolutely. situations, absolutely. we're talking about situations absolutely. that are um, exceptions to to the rule, essentially. But by by and large, we're we're pretty good, and I would say we're uh, we're better than most, both north and south, when it comes to safety. Better.
1: When you see some of the event some of the WRC events going yeah. out foreign, it's you know, I look at some of them and I think how can they run where cars are parked, where um where people's allowed to stand. It's it's unbelievable. Hmm. You know, um, we do have a good safety um rating with events there, but it's just we things that you can always improve on, on events.
0: Yeah, exactly. Really things
1: that could make it safer and, you know, stop the confusion, you know, even though a lot know the difference between north and south and the fire extinguishers and the flags. There is still some that, if I'm running a stage in the north, and they'll say to me, oh, where's our yellow flags? And then I have to explain to them, we don't use yellow flags here. You know, and um, Mm. but then I suppose the tracking that uh is now coming in that has kind of helped a wee bit with not having the flags because you can see if a car stopped Mm -hmm. in headquarters,
0: yeah, absolutely. (coughs) Um, you know, and I, I, I I, I appreciate I half cut across you when I asked about the frustrations of the mm. governing bodies and we ended up talking about something that was very important actually yes. as it turned out. Is mm. there any other things that you would like to see consolidated between the two?
1: Yeah um, well this is with the t- just when I happened to mention track, and uh, there has been a wee problem this past while with tracking and um, that's arose and that's that um, you know when a car stops uh, They'll ring the competitor and the competitor will say, "I we're okay here, we're not injured, the car is okay. But what has arose is sometimes the car might be in a dangerous place, but the competitor doesn't want the stage stopped okay. because marshals have rang in saying this car needs to be moved and the marshals haven't been listened to.
0: Okay, because the commander hasn't reported it either. So yeah, yeah. So your urge would be to get them to just identify it and flag it, and then
1: yeah, listen to the you know if marshals do contact stage commander, the emergency number in headquarters, and that listen to what the marshals have to say because at the end of the day, they're the eyes on the ground. You know, and that's what's, um you know, there has been some marshals that are thinking about not coming back out to events because, again, it's respect. Hmm. You know, there's not the respect there uh, when people speak to the marshals or listen to the marshals when the marshals have an issue. And, again, it's not all events, though. Some events, some events are improving very well about how they respect Um the volunteers, whether it's marshals, timekeepers, radio personnel, you know, like, um, you know, I'm kind of speaking not just for marshals, for all the volunteers, but mm. they are, um, things are improving, but there still needs to be more improvement.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Caroline, it's it's gas, right? Because, uh, (laughs) you know, you're kind of a one-stop shop and you've covered an awful lot of ground. (laughs) And I appreciate there's probably a lot more detail within a lot of those other things that you have done previously that Mm -hmm. I could have went into as well. But uh, I think we've had a really, really good conversation. Uh, We've identified a lot of things that, you know, need to be talked about that probably haven't been talked about enough. And there's no doubt about that. You know, at the same time, as we're finishing the conversation, you have a better understanding of who I am and I have a better understanding of who you are. Uh, yeah, I knew, yeah. I knew all about you beforehand, but I never really truly judge someone until I get to have a conversation. Albeit, I appreciate well, I this is. All, a, I
1: hope it's all good. You've what you've heard. <laughs>
0: absolutely, I appreciate this is a professional setting, and uh, I, I still think you, you'd get enough of a read on someone to know that. They're, they're fairly all right, and I'd say I'm not the worst either now. You probably thought uh, I, I was a bit of a you know what beforehand, but I'm not too oh, bad at the back, it oh, either. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. So. I was more worried about Anthony.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and look, uh, Anthony Anthony's a gas man. Uh quite, he definitely is. Quite is good heart at the at the back. But I always say to people, and we'll put it on record here now, as well, with with Anthony and this podcast. Uh, Anthony goes through the pros and cons. The difference is occasionally he might start with the cons, but oh. he will go through the pros as well. Uh, by the end of it, there's, there's balance to it. And uh, I find it's gas talking to people up and down the country. He may not be everyone's cup of tea, but a lot of people seem to be fairly interested in what he has to say at the same time. Yeah. And he comes on and he speaks honestly. Um, yeah. I suppose, Caroline, from your point of view, it's not a bad question to actually finish on that. <coughs> the other side to that is like. It's probably important to to realise that everyone is volunteers too. So no one yeah. deliberately goes out to do anything bad, mm-hmm. and we know that as well. And I suppose that's the that's the beauty of it. It's discussion. It's debate. And uh, yeah. above yeah. all, the key word is respect. At the end of the day,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Like um, I'm known around the country for being outspoken, but it's just been totally honest uh, because of the love of the sport I have and you know like if me coming on today there maybe encourages more marshals to come out happy days and if it just you know puts that light bulb on with officials like you know god I don't put my thumb up at people or I don't beat the horn at people if it just if people
0: have that, you know, light bulb moment, um, it's worth it. Absolutely, Caroline, I've really, really enjoyed the chat, and thanks, a million for coming on with us here on the Rally Podcast. The best luck for the year ahead, and you're not showing you're not showing any slight signs of uh, of slowing down in time So keep her lit, and thanks again, you all right. Bother
1: thank you and thanks for having
0: me on this is the irish rally podcast brought to you in association with tech and tools your dedicated tools provider focusing on diagnostic test equipment and specialized tools visit techandtools.ie for more information and svs productions